Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. How are we doing guys? Not right. too bad. Pretty good. Good week. Yeah. yeah. We had a bit of a late one last night watching yeah. Gamescom, but it was good. I, I may have had a, a at least a, a more stress-free week than you two, given that I've just been off for, yeah. I mean, three working days and, and then the weekend. So I've been, I've been at home for like five and a half days. Even so... That can bring its own stresses. Yeah, it can. And I'm also I'm pretty tired. So because you know it's that kind of you've 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 been relaxing so much that mm. you, then like when you yeah. come back you're like oh you come back and then you just hit a brick wall. You yeah. got to get up and you got to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's nowhere near as fun as Rebecca Black makes it seem. It's not. And it's Thursday. <sighs> it's not even the good day. It's oh, not yeah, even it's Rebecca Black's fabled day. Yeah crap mm. anyway this is our video game podcast thank you so much for tuning in we hope you've enjoyed uh, all of gamescom this week mm-hmm. of course we're recording on thursday so last night was gamescom opening night live we're taking a big leap here and assuming that nothing big has come out of gamescom since opening night live yeah. because that's where the majority I think of the it's just announcements the indie come. stuff isn't it largely indie nice. stuff remaining there may be a few curveballs we may be. get some release dates for things but i don't think we'll get any big major announcements so we're going to proceed as if everything is fine we are sponsored each and every week by a very real video game sponsor it's hugely exciting uh it's the vast majority of our earnings here on triple jump yeah and ashton has the ad read for this week i need to um read a disclaimer before i read the sponsor um Just a little message from the the people here. They say that we've heard what you've said. We've improved it from last year. Uh, there will be no James Corden this year. Um, oh. So that could be that could um, be literally yeah. anything James anything Corden has ever in. been. We've improved it by removing James Corden. <laughs> well, it's a big event that happens every year, and uh, I know a lot of people really enjoy the event itself. So it's really important. And this year we were headliners from McAvoy, Bond, and Jenkins. Uh, and Jay- say that again. This headliners the of headliners of the event: yeah. McAvoy, Bond, James and- McAvoy. Bond. James Bond. And Jenkins. James Jenkins. Okay, all right. Okay. And of course, the big red engine. Right. He's presumably called James. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's of course oh, James Com 2021. Oh, oh, and they've removed Corden. Yeah, he's Fantastic not coming. News. They said, not this year, Corden. James You're out. Opening night I should have let you finish. I was like, what? What? <laughs> McAvoy? Who, what have they you got in common? It. I'm really sorry. James Com. James Com. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, what? Any big announcements from James Com this year? So uh, not. We're well, not yet. It's not. It's not till next week. So oh, we'll find out. After. We'll find out what's happening in the world of James's. 
I wonder week. what James Keeley is going to bring I know. Uh, mm. to opening James night. James. Yeah. 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 Opening friends. James live. Hid James. Hideo James. Hideo James. Yeah. James. I can't wait. Well, can, can I buy tickets? When can we go? Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, no, because it's not a real sponsor. Oh, actually. Oh, what? Come on. It's not real. It's too early for that. I'm it actually is real, but it's still a lie because it, it's going ahead next week, but James Corden will be involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the that's yeah. the lie. Oh, it's, why, it's why James Jenkins isn't here this week. He's helping set up. He's going to. So. He's like, he's it's at the, he's doing the, the church rehearsals. hall. He's getting all those musty mm. chairs out of the cupboard. Yeah. yeah. Proving how strong he is to all the girls there He's by carrying yeah. like three, four, three or four, four. at a time. Wow. Whoa, look I don't at need that, one James. of those trolleys. I can do it with my hands. Yeah. Tro- yeah, the trolleys are fun though because when you take all the chairs off, it becomes a weapon, mm. and you can, you can fling around smaller children. Wow. Oh my, oh my goodness, <laughs> Ashton! Ashton's really hungry for some musty <laughs> chairs. That was so loud. <laughs> Ashton, it was so long as well. Like it went on for a good thirty seconds while you were talking, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Ashton heard talk of musty chairs, and she was like, mm. "Communion wafers mm. are delicious." So I could really I go, love yeah. go for those. <laughs> the best time that's happened to me, the loud tumble grumble. Mm-hmm. During an exam, mm. and I was just like, "Please don't, yeah. please don't." And he just goes, "Not now." It's like a whale sound. And a girl turned around and oh. looked at me, and I was like, <laughs> I "I'm hungry, hun. Have you the got chocolate bar?" Like everyone, will get two extra minutes for that distraction. <laughs> <laughs> please turn your phones off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there we are. No, that's not a real sponsor, I'm afraid. The real sponsors, of course, are the wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. We've got plenty of tiers available, but mm-hmm. if you donate $1 per month, you get to submit questions for this very podcast. Yeah. We also have another sponsor. It's facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. Oh. Go give oh. the page a like or a follow. We need to get to 10,000 followers so we can pay Ashton. We don't pay Ashton. No. And we also don't so pay hungry. James. I'm starving. She's, I'm starving. We will not feed week. Ashton until we get 10,000 likes on Facebook, at which point we can monetize our video content. It's what we're working yeah. towards. Please, we will not stop asking about it until you do it. Hashtag so, uh, follow <laughs> Facebook feed Ashton. Triple F A. Yeah. Triple F A. Hashtag triple F A. Follow Facebook feed Ashton. For one free follow. We should make a charity video about yeah, it. Yeah. We should. Mm. But really, we shouldn't have to because just go and give us a follow on Do Facebook. It. And of course, we have another sponsor, don't we, Peter? Yeah, we've got oh, so many sponsors. We've got loads today. of sponsors. A one real, fake. An actual real sponsor. One Facebook and also stripperjump.gg. <laughs> Hello everyone! As well as our extremely real and totally not fictitious in any way sponsor, we're officially partnered with PlayStation, Xbox and Nintendo to sell their codes through our own website, triplejump.gg. Here you can get everything from topping up your digital wallets to PlayStation Plus, Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass and Nintendo Switch Online subscriptions, as well as Minecraft Mine Coins. <laughs> mine Coins? They'll be your coins any minute. <laughs> nice one, Peter. Yeah, thanks very much. It's 100% legitimate, directly supports us and provides you with the delightful digital currencies you're going to buy anyway. Visit triplejump.gg to browse our full stock. Triplejump.gg. This is a real sponsor. It's time for question one. This is from Stukalicious, who says, Hello there, Ashton's team Triple Jump featuring Ben and Peter. That's oh, I right. wonder who put together the running order this yeah, week. Yeah, why did you choose that question? So this week talk me and I'll put your question in. 
A bit of a different type of question here. What are some of the most cringe moments of video games being portrayed or displayed in other media, in your respective opinions? And hey, you've worked hard today. Treat yourself to a fizzy drink. Thanks, Han. Get off my beverage. You go get your own. No. It's mango. Mine's Tory Pop. It's sparkling water infused with raspberries. I've just got regular How water. How fancy it looks like. It's not as good as the other Rubicon. No, it's not as good as... Was it the guava one that we normally I have? I don't know. Uh, we've done a, 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 a list of... Baba Didi, my boy. Well, I mean, there's, <laughs> I mean, a, there's we a line gonna... somewhere. I don't know where it Everybody is. Everybody knows but... what R is. You can't just make up Swahili, Ashton. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. That's, just say that. Just do that it's not one. the lyrics, but at least it's Swahili. Yeah. Um, sorry. It's okay. You're not sorry. You'll do it again. <laughs> Uh, so we've we've actually done, or I've recorded at least a couple of lists about this. I don't, I can't keep track of which ones have gone out and which ones are waiting to go out. But we've done. Um, it is out, I think. I think it is out. Yeah. There's there's one about uh, like the the sort of cringiest just portrayal mm. of gamers uh, in video game in uh, TV and movies, um, and we've also done one about. Uh, movies about games, which are normally good. I think they're actually good ones. So mm. it's things like Wreck-It Ralph and stuff. but um, And Cringy I Trends, too. That was a recent one. Cringy Trends as well, but that's more Cringy Trends in the video game sphere. But there is a bit but of... But go watch over. the list. That's yeah. the main point. It's about like... It's on the YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we've we've all brought our own personal answers today. Yeah. I've got one that I had to do some really intense <laughs> it's research a full on. power graph right yeah. now. Um, so I have this very, or had, I've now refreshed this memory, I have had this very vague memory of a video game-related episode of LA7. I'm going to need you to explain every LA word 7? that you just said. Right. In the early noughties, there was a band in the UK's and sort of worldwide called S Club 7. Oh. Yes. Are you aware of... Yes, of course I know them. Are. know that yeah. one. I saw them in a club a couple of years ago. Did you? Oh, well, just two. <laughs> just just <laughs> two. two of them. Um, and they actually were kind of marketed to a certain extent at kids or a young audience. Yes. And they had some tie-in CBBC shows. Did you know this? Yeah, wasn't S Club 7 like Club a Junior show well. before it was a band? No, I, think, I it think it was like while it was a band. band right. at the same uh, time. So there was one one show that they had where it was just, it was an actual documentary like Fly on the Wall. They just went traveling and stuff and it was like real. Um, I don't know I'm doing air quotes. It was actually real. And they just, climbed every mountain high. Sure, they did. But there were at least two, I think maybe three um, scripted, like dramatized things, where they were the it, almost in a kind of Ricky Gervais sitcom kind and of way. Spice Girls movie. Yeah, where they were like they were a bit down on their luck, and they were this like kind of struggling band that found themselves in different American cities and were trying to like you know get gigs and stuff. Um, and there was Miami Seven. That was the first one. Then the second one was LA Seven. Right. Your brain LA. works in such mysterious ways. Well, like ways I said, this was a very... I only had a vague memory of this, but I've looked it up. And uh, let me tell you about an episode of LA7 <laughs> called Game Boy. All one word? No. Okay, well done then. Bradley becomes addicted to playing video games. Oh, no. He refuses food, sleeping, and the toilet until he reaches the final level. Eventually, the rest of S Club 7 have... Have enough and decide to track down the creator of the game, Spike Donahue, head of a multi-billion 
computer games empire. It doesn't have a currency in there. Just, no, this is from Wikipedia, so I don't know if this is an official episode description, as we'll discover in just a moment. Uh, that way, they hope they can get the cheat codes from him so that Bradley can get to finish the game. I don't think Bradley's going to get that sense of pride and accomplishment. Well, you wouldn't have thought so, but he does. Oh, okay. Uh, Spike turns out to be an obnoxious 13-year-old who demands to kiss Hannah or else he will not give them the cheat codes. That's that's not good. Now, I watched the episode, skimmed through it, I must say. I didn't sit down for half an hour. <laughs> that's why we're recording late this yeah. morning. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's not that doesn't seem to be true. He asks for a, a hug. Oh, Just a, a that's cuddle. a bit more innocent. It's it's, it's not as bad. Um, I mean, it's still a bit weird. Just a cuddle. He, he keeps calling her like sweet cheeks and cutie. Okay, and yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Uh, we're right back into strange territory. Um, so he demands to apparently kiss Hannah, according to Wikipedia, or else he will not give them the cheat codes. Meanwhile, Rachel, Joe, and Hannah all audition for the same role of Zelda, the Sorceress, to promote to promote another video game called Spell Blast. So they've used the name Zelda, but she's like a kind of warrior princess looking like Xena. They're all dressed up as her. And it's for a game called Spell Blast. So it's not The Legend of Zelda, but they've been allowed to use the word Zelda, seemingly. Okay. Right, okay. Um, Bradley's video game, incidentally, is a kind of rubbish. It's like an FPS, but you can't see the gun. It's one of those old ones. You know the early Rainbow Six games that just had a crosshair on the front? Yeah. yeah. It's one of those. Or Time Splitters. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's very um, kind of... Like it's a bit like Doom. There's like demons and stuff, except it's really rubbish, and it's clearly just been made for the show. It's just like some PNGs moving around on screen. Right. And at one point, like as he's about to shoot an enemy, it cuts away, so you can't. They don't have to like pay for the animation. But he goes, "Whoa! Did you see those graphics? Did you, <laughs> the way his blood splattered on the screen? Did you see those graphics? Wow! Uh, the game is called <laughs> Assassin's Apocalypse Four, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's rubbish." It's terrible. Uh, it make you cringe. It made me cringe. Just, you know, he's sitting there going, for those not watching on, on YouTube, he, you know, he's holding his controller and controlling He's wrestling it. with it. He's going, <laughs> playing all the way through. He plays like 100 levels. And it's got... many levels. Yeah. Speed run. It's got all of those like um, video game.mp3 sound effects that you hear on like EastEnders and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just rubbish. And the fact that like he refuses to like go take a plops until he's finished the game. He doesn't eat or sleep. He just destroys his... his Almost destroys his livelihood because, oh, I've got to get to the next level. And then he just wins with a cheat code. Also, yeah. my... I missed this, actually, as I skimmed through, but my memory of the cheat code is he just presses all four shoulder buttons. Brilliant. And then yeah. he gets to level 99. That is how cheat that code. works. Yeah. 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 So, Can we get it on Worst Games Ever, do you think? Oh, that's Assassin's Apocalypse 4. Assassin's Apocalypse 4. I'd like it, but... Um, they might not understand the story because you've not played 1, 2, that's 3. True. Nice that's true. play yeah. those first. Completely out of the loop, yeah. When mm. they're speaking to the 13-year-old boy about um what so you're the president of this company you're only 13 he says yeah d- have you not played and then he comes up with some stupid thing like have you not played bone crusher 14 it's like no that's not how it that's works sort of the simpsons school of yeah, yeah exactly. video games and not that they a, weren't far wrong and a massive number on the end has there yeah. been 13 successful bone crusher games of course um, so there you go la7 wow that's one of mine right. it's incredibly specific what mm. a real niche brainwave you had there yeah that's right um 
Mine's quite. I picked this question because I went to see Free Guy last week. Oh yeah. Which is the one about Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds in a video game. Yeah. Um, the actual like gaming aspect of it is kind of fine. Um, there's like bits about like the code and stuff when they're like talking about it that we're like, this doesn't seem at all correct. But sure, whatever, go for it. Um, and the game studio aspect of it is a bit weird. Um, but the bit that I really didn't like is the bit where they got all of like the influencers to react to what's happening in the yeah. game. Um, and they'd show like clips of the game and it'd be like really weird that like, you would never be at this angle when you're actually playing the game. Like it doesn't ever show it from like a first person perspective. It's just like, there's like, you're just watching something happen on your screen as if the whole game is just you watching other people like exist. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird. And all of the aspects of like them getting all these influences and talking about it, I was just like, this is just really ruining the movie. We could just keep this bit out. Just take this bit away. Let's get some real actors in and get them to say the lines that you've asked them to say about it. I will say when games. I saw this in the trailer, that immediately put me off yeah, ever me watching too. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Because yeah. actually I've heard I've heard that most people are saying it's not as bad as you think. It's not, mm. as, not, it's not bad. Stuff, like, film. Yeah, like, it's actually, it's all right. If you mm. like Ryan Reynolds and you like his kind of films, you probably would like this film. Um, there are like aspects of it where you just think like, I mean, sure, we'll let it slide. Um, but so that he gets to be like the, the like levels up so quickly by being a good guy. Like right. this game, apparently, even though it's not got the mechanics to like let you level up by being a good guy, he somehow manages to do it. Um, but I won't ruin obviously the whole plot of it, but if you fancy going to see it, but yeah, that had some pretty interesting like aspects of video games in it. And um, I was watching another movie on Netflix the other day, I think it was like The Kissing Booth 2 or 3. Um, don't judge me. <laughs> Already, was already done. It was, uh, it was a week. Um, Bone Crusher 14. Bone Crusher 14. <laughs> and they were playing like a not Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat kind of game um, that they'd been playing in the arcade and then, then they got it on like their home console. And this, this guy's like playing it and he's not doing a very good job. And she walks over and she goes, oh, you're playing it wrong. Picks it up, does like presses two buttons and just like fatalities this guy, even though she <laughs> clearly was losing. Right. And then he goes... Oh my god, you could go pro. She's like, I'm not that good. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um but yeah, those are two like recent memory versions. But I think to be honest, there's always moments in like NCIS or like Criminal Minds with like playing a video game and it's just like pow, pow, someone yeah. dies and they're like, Yeah, get him, yeah. And mm -hmm. you're like, okay. Sure thing, Han. I hate it when they, again, like in, in the, the S Club thing, they cut away from the screen and then like someone says something that like would, wouldn't really happen, especially in early games. Like they mm. go, oh my God, they just chopped that guy's head off. Yeah. And I know like a couple of games had dismemberment in, in those times. But yeah. for the most part, you know, if you're playing an FPS, people's mm. heads didn't come off. But oh my God. Oh, how did you just beat that guy to death with his own leg? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. But we didn't show Minecraft, it on screen. Mum. Yeah. Yeah. Playing Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, I, you guys had specific examples, and I'm. It's one of those questions where I'm certain that if I had enough time, yeah, mm -hmm. I would be able to remember something that I saw and just thought, oh Christ. So I've gone with two extremely generic answers. <laughs> one, when they're playing and the controller's turned off. Yeah, there's no light yeah. on it. You just immediately look at it and you go, not even playing that. Yeah. Not that it would matter no, in a million years. Because you know that they're that not the actually playing it anyway, but... Yeah, often they don't even show the screen. They're just, he is playing a game right now or mm. whatever. And you can see there's no light on that controller. Yeah. Oh, but come on. 
come on, just the smallest, smallest bit of effort. Mm-hmm. And also when they're like not playing a real console or a real game. Yeah. When they just say, come on, I want to play on the X Cube 3000. Yeah. It's like, You couldn't just ground it even slightly in in you know reality a little bit. Yeah, it's very petty. They always go like really high tech with like the names of things, Mm. and it's like it's really not. It's always like a green sphere or something. Is the is the console that they're playing or whatever? It's it's really. I was going to say like you know when in games where they're like proper like mashing the controller and they're like pressing every button at the same time. But then I realized that when I was playing Hades last week, I was just spamming like Square and X the whole time. Like come on, come on, and like I was like maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm one of the ones from Maybe the advert. Maybe I'm one of the ones go, from the advert. Go, Zach. Mate. Go, get go on, him, mate. mate. Go on, mate. Go on, mate. Get him, mate. remember, it's kind of a bit after our time, Ben, but do you remember a show called Stupid on yes. CBBC? It was like a kid's sketch show, Was that the Bendy Wendy? Yeah. Devil, devil, De- finger, devil finger thing, yeah. It wasn't, devil it was... Devil Finger. That, and then there was a I don't know what went, you're... I will call the police. I don't know what you're doing right now. Put your finger up to me. Just like this. There was a character that went... Bendy Wendy. Oh. The whole thing was about bending people's oh, fingers back. What? It's sort of after our time, Ben. But I, I remember seeing an advert for that show where they, in order to like pull you in, they just showed like one sketch just as the advert. Mm. Right. And one of the gags seemingly was that there was a kid whose mum really likes knitting things. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was opening a birthday present. And oh, uh, yeah. he's like, unwrapping it and he goes oh my god you've actually got me something you've not just knitted something for me this year and she says yeah, I'm yeah I know. <laughs> an a-hole so he opens the wrapping paper and there's a console box and he goes a play drive brilliant <laughs> and then he opens the play drive box and she goes even better it's a knitted play drive and she pulls out this knitted console and then just to make it even worse she is like it's She's like, it's great, it's great. Look, you can, oh. And she grabs the knitted controller. She holds it with in her right hand on the right side of the controller. And then with her left, oh, sorry, microphone. With her left hand, she twiddles the right stick. I have it, such a vivid horrible. memory of this as well. Like, I I can, I remember this advert so much. Yeah, yeah I remember And like, that. what's stupid? I'm like, no, thank you. That seems And I, stupid. as a child, was like, Yes, I will. <laughs> and I also got you a copy of Lee Carvalho's Putting Challenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone loves that. Well, from talking about fake video games, bear with me, to talking about real video mm. games, we got there. Yeah. It's time for what we, we play in. It's what we play in time. Welcome to what we play in. Peter, what you be? I know you've been off. But have, have you been playing? <laughs> I put the word game. He's just written the word game on his piece of paper. Brilliant. Um, I put it as placeholder because I write my answers in red. And so I copy and paste a thing underneath and then I fill it in. But I realized when I got to what we play in. Uh, so we record on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, last Thursday, I didn't happen to play anything on in Thursday evening. In hindsight, probably should have done because on Friday lunchtime, I went to stay with my family and I got back Wednesday night. At 10 p.m. I'm afraid, this happened two weeks ago as well, I'm afraid I've not actually played anything. No Wii games this time. No Wii games because it wasn't my family's house. But that, yeah, two weeks ago, uh, it it was like, oh, no, I'm going to be away. I'm not going to play anything. And then I played loads of Wii. But uh, no, I'm I'm sorry. I desperately tried to think. I was like, have I even, did I play a mobile game? Or, you know, like what, hmm, did... 
Did we play Jackbox? No, we didn't. We didn't. We just had family time. Flipping um, family time. Damn it. Oh, just the watched worst. some Netflix and uh, went went walking and stuff. I even went to visit Peter's gamer uncle, and Did we didn't you? play any. We didn't play any video. Oh games. come on! Yeah, you go. You, he, that's his like job. I know. That's what he's here that's for. That's what he's. Yeah. Well, he. Man. Yeah. I know. Got so, it. Uh, hey, it happens. I'm right? sorry. Mm-hmm. I've been away for six and a half days since the last podcast, so it, it just it just didn't happen. We'll survive. Yeah, I'll we'll play get, twice we'll as much this. next week. I promise. Sorry, miss. Two I'm games. My homework. I'm getting real tired twi- of these excuses, Mr. Austin. <laughs> What's twice nothing, Peter? Yeah. Uh, mm, <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> oh. oh. No, it's, it's much better than dislike, nothing. Dislike. Dislike. Um, actually, I think actually, you'll find it's a really it's, good game. It's a great game. I'm really tired of this channel's chance. negativity. If I'm unsubscribing. Unsubscribed. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Uh, it's not, but fair enough. It's, but it's more than nothing. It is yeah. definitely more than nothing. Yeah. It's an awful lot of something. It is. That's I what can't I mean. really define what that is. Yeah. Well, it's so. a strand genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ashton, what have you been playing? I have not just written game. No, you've just written uh, game times two. Is mm, what I've okay. written there. Oh, um, okay. I played a bit more Hades. Uh, I got past the Hydra. And then I died. I got two, actually, the third boss. Nice. Um, but then I died pretty quickly. Third boss I'd, is tough. I'd lost all my, like, respawns, and I was on, like, half health going in, so it wasn't looking massively positive. Mm. Uh, and then I died. But that's okay. Um, and then I tried to play 12 minutes. Yes, please tell us about 12 <laughs> minutes. And by try to play, I mean I finished one of the endings, and I will never go back. Um, it's, in case you don't know, it's basically a, your, your character's stuck in a time loop, and gradually, every time you're in this time loop, you're having a nice dinner with your wife, she tells you that she's pregnant, and then you get killed by a man. Um, and you have to figure out why this man's trying to kill you and try and stop him from killing you. Um, there's not actually that many things that you can interact with in the rooms that you're in there's like very limited things you can click on um and you just every time you die or you try to leave the apartment or your wife dies or anything it restarts and you get sent back to the thing it's a bit janky there's a couple of times where i was trying to talk to someone and i just left the room and then i had to start again and i was like god damn it um and the story i won't tell you what happens in the story if you fancy playing it i hated it i hated how it ended i enjoyed the game for the first kind of couple hours and then after a certain point i was like okay i'm done with this now i can't figure out what to do next because i've literally i feel like i've tried everything i don't know what i'm meant to do it's not really giving me any kind of Mm. clues as to what i'm trying to do if you get in the handcuffs you can like pick up the knife but then if you get out of it with the knife he just comes over and just beats you to death um and then certain things like you can't attack him with the knife because he just beats you to death. So you're like, am I meant to kill this man? Am I meant to talk to him? Sometimes I was setting up... Hello. 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 Sometimes I was setting up the right thing and then it either just wasn't happening or I wasn't sure like what was happening because you have to hide while it's happening and you can't see right. what's going on. Um, and a couple of times when I was at, I Googled it because I didn't know what I was doing. And um, it was like, do this. I was like, that's what I've been doing. Hmm. I'm doing that over and over again. I'm so confused why it's not working. And then I tried to do it again by just doing something slightly different by like pressing the light switch one extra time and it worked. Right. Um, and then, yeah, the story. Oh boy. Um, like when I figured out what the, what, where they were going with the story, like after a certain point, it kind of clues you in and you figure out what's going on. I said, they're not going to 
they're not going to do this, are they? This isn't going to be where this is going. Please, please, Lord, tell me this isn't what we're going to be doing right now. And, and it, it was. Yeah, it, it was. was exactly what. Not that um, thing that you didn't want. Oh. I'll tell I'll tell you, Pear, so you kind of know what I'm talking about, but I'll, maybe we'll have to blank it out so people don't, if they want to play it. whisper it. Um, yeah, give us a whisper. They'll whisper. Oh, what? That's a bit of a... Why would they... Sorry, say that again. Oh, what? Okay. Why would they do yeah, that? Yeah, they do that, and then there's a couple of flashbacks that don't really make sense, and then there's like eight different endings that you can get. Some of them are not... It's not very clear how you get those endings because it kind of just like ends, the guy leaves, and then you're just like, that's the end of the thing it just restarts so it's kind of like is this the end am i have i reached it have i not reached it the only way that you can actually reach it and i'm going to give you a clue in case you you're stuck on the same part that i am you have to look at the pocket watch and then it gradually really slowly ticks backwards and then you can end it in one way or the other but it's kind of confusing like i can know you're going for like a bit of a oh there she goes <laughs> yeah there's the grumbles the gr oh, oh wow <laughs> oh my god did you eat breakfast? I didn't have any breakfast. Oh, you always have a go at Ben for not eating breakfast. I know. Yeah, I, I have a, stale a go croissant at, I have on a my go way at you in. for having not having any lunch. Right. I'm not a breakfast person, but I do tend to have lunch. Well, your stomach disagrees. One of two meals you must Well, I didn't have. have any dinner last night either. So well, that's you so said you would. Why. Yeah, but I got home and I didn't want it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. If you like time loop kind of things, you mm. might enjoy it to a certain point. And if you like point and click games, you might like it to a certain point. But I think most people that I've spoken to or like have talked to me about it or replied to my tweets about it have been like, yeah, no, I didn't like it very much. Some people really liked it and the kind of mind F that they were trying to do, mind flip that they were trying to do, I get it, and I understand what they were trying to go for, but it just didn't work, really. The solutions sound like some real monkey island. Yeah, really. Shoot. And, um, <laughs> yeah, truly. Sugar. Yeah. And um, Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy are both obviously doing American accents as people who are, in fact, not American. Mm. But it's fine. Their accents are great. But uh, Jane, Daisy Ridley sounds just like Cameron Diaz. I think she sounds so much like Cameron Diaz. Why don't they Diaz. just get Cameron Diaz in? I know, it's weird. Like She said some things, I'm like, sounds just like Cameron Diaz in most Cameron Diaz movies. Mm. So that's my hot take on 12 Minutes. That's such a shame. It looks, it looks so good. This is it looks what intriguing. I mean. I was so excited about it and I was really like, intrigued by it and I downloaded it as soon as it came onto Game Pass. But I was just like, oh, it's really let me down. Why is it that, well, not always, but games with famous faces in them kind of sometimes mm. are a bit rubbish well mm. famously beyond two souls was really good so yes. that yeah that bumped the trend of course actually yeah. so you take that opinion and everyone back. knows that hayden pants in the aries carried oh uh, yeah uh, until, until dawn. dawn oh yeah that towel as well i mean the the, the iron towel the, the physics defying mm -hmm. towel mm -hmm. she was running around in that towel it was uh, unbelievable mm -hmm. i want a towel like that mm -hmm. just a sort of a magnet towel maybe she was sewed into it there yeah, are ones you can possibly. get that are like elasticated at the top. Really? Like you can wear them as like a dress. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah. I'm not in towels nearly enough to warrant that, or at least for long enough. I'm in towels all the time. Me too. Do you often run Live away from spooky things? Only you can see under this table. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. It's one of the elasticated ones. <laughs> Why is no one tell telling me about these elastic towels? I feel like I'm the last to know. Mm. Sorry. What have you been playing? 
uh, while Harry I've Potter. been playing the Riders Republic closed uh, beta. Yeah. Yes, so your your QS. Yes, there's a quip scope that's out now on the YouTube and also on this podcast feed. If you haven't watched mm. slash listened, uh, it's as we were expecting it to be when we talked about it, as it when it was shown at E3. A sandbox. It is a sandbox. It's a, a Ubisoft sandbox, <laughs> and your mileage with it will depend on your enjoyment of those kinds of games, and if you're into your extreme sports, really, mm-hmm. your X games, your Red Bulls, and that sort of stuff. Um, as I said in the quip scope, and you can go for far more detail, there, go listen, slash watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there, There's nothing really wrong with it, and it is fun but it's certainly not the kind of game that I would want to play for a long period of time. It's not the, It's not a game that would hold my attention personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I find it difficult to recommend to people who aren't already completely invested in jumping into this and getting stuck in. Like, if you liked Steep, yeah. mm-hmm. then this is right up your alley because it's Steep, again, yeah. but with more stuff in it. Yeah. Um, so there we are. That's that. I've also escaped Hades. I did it. Congratulations. Did it. Thank you. Can I pick up my... Paper, please. There we are. Uh, it took me 21 attempts in the end to get out of oh Hades. God, I'm already which... on like 15 and I've not even got past the third boss yet. Well, based on my Googling, t- sort of between 15 and 25 is kind of the average for oh, escaping. Okay. So it's like it, you, you're probably not far off. I remember when I got to the third boss for the first time, I was in a similar position. And within the next few tries, I was out. So you're probably going to be okay. Nice. I did, though, respec. My 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 points. I went to the mirror and went to the other kind of one. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I did it for a couple, but mostly it was giving a gift to Skelly mm-hmm. to get. He gives you a, a one of those items that you can equip. A turf. A, a turf exactly that gives you an extra respawn. Yeah. While you're in a, a dungeon, and I also managed to have enough points to put it into the regular respawns that have four respawns in the end. Four respawns. Four respawns. Yeah, which was pretty handy to get nice. through. Did you not get not change it to the um, one where you can like respawn every room? I don't know. The point is, Hades has a lot of options, and the, once you've escaped Hades, which is the whole point of it, mm-hmm. you're meant to keep playing to do it again and get different endings. Um, because there's like the whole thing. There's it's constantly voiced. There's lots of dialogue. Mm-hmm. There's always people talking to you. You can escape with the different weapons and level up the weapons and keep building your character and see more things and talk to more people. And there's all sorts of stuff I haven't done in the game. But having escaped Hades, I I get it. Like I get what Hades yeah. is. Yeah. And it's a really good game, but I don't want to keep playing it. Mm. So now that I've done it and I, I know what it's about, I am going to be moving on from my underworld adventures. But it is very good. And I would recommend that people give it a go. Well, why not? Yeah. Finally, I have been playing a tiny bit of Pokemon Crystal, ever so, ever so tiny, just just leveling up those boys. Yeah, just leveling up them boys, mm. and that is whoop, 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 whoop. It's time for questions. It's time for question two. Ashton Matthews, over yeah. to Ashton. Thank you so much, Peter. Here's You're question two. Am I here? Hello. Get off this channel. Sorry. <laughs> This comes from Harold Bobbert Hawking. They say, hello, Beshta. That's, that's our name smashed together. I thought I quite liked Bap. Yeah, I Besh- prefer Bap. Bap. Hmm. Beshta. Do better, Harold. <laughs> In regards to platinum trophies, I was once firmly a Peter, and I'm now firmly a Ben. Just hook them straight into my veins. Yeah, boy. This in mind, but also not knowing Ashton's opinion, what does it take for you for you to want to platinum, or perhaps 100%, a game? Hmm. Question mark. 
I'm Peter, cu- curious tell us all about your platinum thorns. Well, well I put we this question know in. you love them. I told Ben yesterday, I was like, oh, this is the question. Mm. And Ben was like, oh, good. I like to put a platinum trophy question in every now and then for Peter because I know that it makes <laughs> annoyed because he, he doesn't have nothing, much he of doesn't, an opinion. He doesn't have any opinions on it. I don't think it makes me annoyed. I think it's I think it's quite interesting that like you do have such a, you can have such a disparity in the gaming community. Because mm-hmm. I remember actually when I was a, an Xbox boy, an X-boy, yeah. um, I had a three. 60 in the PS3 era of X Boy. Yeah. Um, I used to be a boy and now I'm a man. Mm, yeah. I thought it was going to be some sort of like mutant academy with Charles Xavier. Yes. Yeah, it could be. Um, I had more of a, an inclination to to go for achievements on there. Um, just because I think at, at that time in my life, I probably, probably played more games, spent more time doing it. I don't think I ever uh, still had a. Um, uh, an intention to like go for gold. I think gold is the the final color of uh, achievement. I think all the other lower ones are bronze and silver, and then the final one is you get the gold. Mm. Um, but I would certainly go out of my way to unlock achievements. Uh, but yeah, since I've sort of got a PS4 and a PS5, um, for me, it's just... Uh, well, I've, I've talked about this before. Generally, to a- answer Harold's question, what does yeah. it take for me to want to platinum or a- 100% a game? Usually it's just... Um, does it have Spyro in it? Well, sort of does it have Spyro <laughs> in it or Crash or is it a game that I am really, really invested in and I want to play it over and over again and have reasons to play it over and over again other than just getting from start to finish. And yeah, you know, the parentheses are important because for me it's more about 100%ing a game and wanting to have experienced everything that that game has to offer, which incidentally, you know, usually will will end up with you getting a platinum. Not mm-hmm. always, because sometimes there might be a, a trophy there that's like, kill 1,500 enemies. And if I've not killed 1,500 enemies in that run, uh, or the multiple runs I've done, I'm, I wouldn't necessarily hang around and mm-hmm. just just farm enemies for it. But yeah, broadly speaking, I will 100% a game if it's a game that I'm really interested in. I want reasons to replay it over and over. And uh, therefore, I probably end up unlocking the platinum anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, I just I, I don't I don't get much of a much of a rush from seeing that trophy pop, and other people do, and that's okay. That's okay. That's, that's okay. okay. Um, so I mean, people know that that's sort of my stance. We also know what Ben's stance is likely mm. to be. Mm-hmm. I'm curious uh, as to whether Ashton happens to conveniently sit somewhere in the middle. I do. Well, that's both handy. physically and also in response to this question. Yes, excellent. I will. I kind of like like the idea of platinums. I like the idea of getting trophies and stuff. But I also am kind of in the same vibe of Peter where it's like, if I've completed a game and I've finished it and I've not got all the trophies yet, unless there's like, I'd say between like one to like seven trophies left, maybe mm. one to 10. We'll go to 10 okay. trophies left that I know that I can probably get if I just like, went back and did a couple of things like if it's like collect all these or find all these things i'm like okay well i can do that and i can go back and find it and i can get the platinum pretty easy but if it's like play the entire game again on hard mode mm. i'm like absolutely not can't be asked so i kind of have like if i enjoy the game and i've enjoyed it and i want to play it again or i want to keep playing playing it i will go and like do the trophies and stuff like right now me and mb 
are playing through Borderlands 2 again, but we're trying to get all the trophies because mm. we've played it before. We're trying to like add a little bit of spice into this playthrough mm. um, to get the platinum on Borderlands 2. Um, which is like fun because it gives us a little something extra to do. And if it's that kind of situation, I will definitely try and get all the trophies. Like one of the Borderlands 2 trophies is to like get all of the non-location um, specific awards up to one in like the point system that they've got. I can't remember what it's called. The um, badass ranks. The badass ranks. Mm. You have to get them all past level one to get a trophy. So we're currently like working on that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of platinums. I've not got very many. I think I've got like five, mm. maybe at push. Um, recently, I've kind of looked at getting them more. Like uh, my first platinum ever was bug snacks. Nice. Um, That's a fun one. It is fun. And then I think I, I did Borderlands 1, Borderlands 3, and then Ratchet and Clank. And I think I have one more as well. Um, but it's been more of a recent thing of being like, oh, maybe I'll try and get the Platinum in this game. Because if it's enough that I can like read... Oh, and Spider-Man's. And, uh, Spider-Man's. Spider-Man's. If I can read the trophy and I know, okay, that's easy enough for me to get, especially with the PlayStation 1, I can obviously, like PlayStation 5, it's easier to, for me to sort out which ones I have and haven't got. Yeah. I actually really like the trophy system on PlayStation 5. But oh, I hate it. Yeah, I've heard it's not great. <laughs> I quite liked it. Um, but yeah, I will get a platinum if there's a certain point in the game that I've enjoyed and I know that I can get the rest of them. But nice. I asked you yesterday what... Yeah does it take for you to like platinum a game? Because I wondered if it was like, if you start a game, do you have to platinum it? Or is it a matter of like, if you enjoy it, you'll platinum it? It's not like a compulsion. Mm. Like I'm, I, I can't control myself. And as soon as a trophy list appears, I have to finish it. Um, there, I sort of have a rule of, of three, really. Paper. Um, one is... If I finish the game, say it's like a story-driven game and I finish mm -hmm. it and I've got over 50% of the trophies, mm. I will do a Google and I will see if the Platinum is kind of doable. Because if it's just mopping up and doing, you know, replaying certain chapters yeah. and fulfilling like, oh, shoot this guy early on this level mm -hmm. or pick up all of the treasures, then as long as I can skip between chapters, then then I'll do that. It was the, most recently uh, when this wasn't applicable was uh, A Plague Tale Innocence, mm. yeah. where their chapter selection system for collecting, for picking up collectibles is really wonky and weird. And when you, if once you finish the game, say you have to go back to chapter three to pick something up, your save file will then start from then. Uh. So any collectibles you picked up in your playthrough after that point no longer count. So you basically have to get all the collectibles in one, in one go, go. Wow. even though you can chapter select. So I was like, nah, not going to do that. Yeah. That's stupid. Um, the other time is if it's a game that I actively really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And again, I'll have a look at the trophies. Like Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, I had a sneaky peek of each of the trophy lists before I went in to try and actively do stuff as I went, because there's usually stuff like use this power on an enemy a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. would actively try to tick those off as yeah. I went. Um, and then finally, there's the, you know, is it a game that I bought to Platinum? Because yeah. mm -hmm. it has an easy trophy that's notoriously easy. That's genuinely, or generally, both my approach to, to getting Platinum trophies. It's mm -hmm. just, is it achievable? Do I like it? Have I bought it? Yeah. Because... It's easy. Some of them are ridiculous. Like oh, yeah. there's there's a really infamous, and I don't quite know the full details here off the top of my head, but there's a an Xbox 
exclusive, I think. It might even be a Gears of War game. Right. Where you have to kill... It's some really stupid... Stupidly big and weirdly specific number. I don't know if it's like a kind of in-joke in the studio, but it's like kill 800,921 enemies with your chainsaw. And, you know, it. it I mean, it's yeah. probably not that high, but like people will know what I'm talking about. There's this just infamous, this is one of the hardest achievements on a mainstream Xbox game kind of thing. Right. There was yeah. one in Dead Rising 2 as well, I think, where you had to kill an absurd amount of zombies in like your right. one timed session. Oh, uh, yeah. That was really silly. Oh, I forgot to say, I've also played a bit of Demon Souls, which obviously I've already got the platinum in. But another game I have been playing at home is the Olympics video game. Oh, for the trophies. For the trophies. Yeah. Um, so I, I did make Barbara Pierce, and she is massive and beautiful and Fantastic. powerful. Amazing. Uh, but I'm slowly working on it. It has a load of online trophies, which is oh. which immediately makes it not as easy. But the easy part is supposedly, well, you can boost it with a friend. So I don't know, I don't know anybody with this game. Yeah. Who, who do you think I am? It's on my list now of like trophies that I've got a couple of from when we played it in the office like right. for a stream. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the game, so I will never be able to get you past like, it, these three games. I've taken it home. You know, about it i think that's what might have started to put me off getting achievements and trophies like from the 360 era onwards is that i um i am a bit of a once i start something i like to do it properly and mm. i think it used to bug me that i would start playing games and before i even maybe looked at the trophy list or achievement list and i would get a fair few of them and maybe you know i might think oh i've got 50 percent of them i might look at see, see how much else there is and then i would see that it would say like you know win 10 games of capture the flag online only yeah. or you know do something with a friend and i'd be like i don't want to like bother my friends like saying please can you help me get this achievement well there's and one I on do. There's, yeah. there's like a borderlands one where you have to play with like three other friends mm, yeah and we were like well we don't have who any do, yeah friends. who am i gonna have yeah. no friends that's the other thing How i, I do don't that? have that many friends who it, would do in that instance though that one is boostable because it we, has four player split well, screen that, so you we, can just um, turn yeah. on if you have enough control we made a second we made like a third account right for something and then another thing, I made a second account as well. So we had, for a minute, we both played in split screen. Then we went, okay, it's enough of that. There is actually one trophy in Borderlands 2 that in the like remake that they did, the Handsome Collection, mm. is actually a lot harder than it was in the original Borderlands 2. The trophy to meet... I think his name's Matt in Sanctuary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one tribute, that's uh, um, Michael Marmorell. Well, the Michael, one, yeah. yeah, the tribute to the, um, the player who But died. in like the original game, it was like he might show up like 25% of the time. Mm-hmm. But now it's like he might show up 3% of the wow. time. He's so hard to find. I managed to find him one time on my own. I don't know how I've got the trophy and, and MB hasn't. Um, <laughs> but he's really annoyed. So we keep having to go back to Sanctuary every now and then to make sure just that he's not there. Just to see if he showed up. And he can spawn in different locations. Yeah. And he's really unassuming looking as well. Yeah, so you're just kind of running around being like, what's your name? Sanctuary Citizen. Are you, are you that guy? Yeah. Sanctuary Citizen. And they have yeah. a name. You're like, who are you? And it's just like some weirdo. You're like, no. Not you. Not you. Where's oh, Michael? Man. Where's Michael? Tell me now. There we are. There's some uh, trophy discussion. Let's move on to something a little strange. My stomach's going. Yeah, I know. I thought you now? I thought yeah. I heard something and it was. I'm kicking off. I'm kicking off over here. We need some snacks in the podcast. No, we absolutely do not need to be snacking in front of a microphone. It's time for weird news. Weird news. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Peter, what have you got this week? Uh, I've got a story that uh, I saw um, at the tail end of last week, but has also been sent to us by at 35Antonio on Twitter. Thank you, at 35Antonio. It's according to Kotaku, uh, written by Zach Zvieson. James McAvoy, second time he's been mentioned. Oh my God, Facebook. he's back again. Third time. Third time. He was in yeah, the intro. He was in, he was in the ad as well. Oh, he James was? Bond. It's the James McAvoy episode. <laughs> James McAvoy was playing too much Oblivion, so he destroyed the disc. Such a Amazing. shame. What James. a waste of an Oblivion disc. The X-Men and It Chapter 2 actor also revealed he loves RPGs like The Secret of Mana. Uh, I think we've all had at least one game in our lives that consumes your every waking hour game that you stay up late playing then wake up early and play some more just like bradley and assassin's apocalypse 4 i guess yeah right? yeah yeah no that's true i will not go pops plops uh no don't don't plop <laughs> uh for james mcavoy in 2006 that game was the elder scrolls 4 oblivion things got so bad that the actor had to burn the disc to free himself from bethesda's open world rpg i thought he just snapped it oh my God. but we'll learn more James McAvoy is probably best known for his role as young Professor Xavier in the X-Men films. His latest role is in video game 12 Minutes, starring alongside Willem Dafoe and Daisy Ridley. McAvoy sat down with Forbes to talk about 12 Minutes and his gaming past and revealed that at one point in 2006, he was so enthralled with oblivion that it started to cause serious problems for him during the filming of Becoming Jane. Oh, no. I'm, like, having to go to bed at 10 p.m. because I'm getting up at 6 every morning, said McAvoy, and I've got tons of lines and all that kind of stuff, and I'm just staying up until 4 in the morning just playing Oblivion. Eventually, McAvoy's long gaming sessions during filming got so bad that he started playing the game at 8 p.m. and didn't stop until 5.35 a.m. Only 10 minutes later, a car came by to pick him up to start the next day of shooting. It was at this point James McAvoy realized he had to do something drastic. So he took the disc out of the Xbox 360, turned on his stove, and destroyed Oblivion. Oh that feels unsafe. He Cast it into that. the fire. Yeah, why not just snap it in half? Or give it to a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Say, Hold on to this for me, will you? So he turned on his stove and destroyed Oblivion. I just put the disc on it 
described McAvoy <laughs> and just watched it sort of like singe and melt a little bit. Is it making you hungry? This <laughs> <thing? laughs> so delicious, delicious crispy oblivion. <laughs> Uh, the hungry episode. I don't know if the bellies are getting picked up, but they're happening in the room. <laughs> they're loud. So loud. They are really loud. Uh, and I was like, right, we're done. We're over. Never again, uh, says James. Uh, after that, the actor stayed away from his games for a decade, but eventually his love of soccer and his young son combined to give him FIFA, uh, combined to make him give FIFA a try. He quickly became a fan, and since then, he and his friends have started playing Warzone during the pandemic as a way to stay connected and have fun, even while separated by lockdowns. Oh, I might have been killed by James McAvoy while yeah, playing that's Warzone. what you, you did with your friends over lockdown. I did, I did do that, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to stop there, but there's one tiny bit left. Okay. We now talk every two or three nights playing Warzone, and we talk about life, love, and everything while getting absolutely annihilated by 12-year-old children yeah. from other countries. Wow, <laughs> a lot is lining up between me and James McAvoy in this story. Yeah, I like James McAvoy. He seems like a nice man. A yeah. nice man. I also had to give up Oblivion when I was doing my GCSEs, mm. but I didn't flip and burn it, put James. It on the stove. I had a bit more self-control than that, James. I just gave it to my mum and she put it in a cupboard. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's quite big of you when you were 16 to do that. Uh, yeah. It wasn't my choice. Oh. Uh, but okay. uh, yeah. Ben, hand it over. Give it to me right now. No, You're not but I want to play Oblivion. I don't want to learn about whatever the hell I learned about in Science. maths that I've forgotten. Photosynthesis. In Trigonometry. Maths. In maths, yeah. Trigonometry. <laughs> There's numbers in it. The mathematics of photosynthesis. <laughs> my turn. This was sent in by three people. So sent in by Jonathan Wong on Facebook and Ryan at Kern... Kearney, 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 Kearney 96 and John Mac at John Mac 13 on Twitter. Uh, and it's from Nintendo Life and it says random. Random. Oh, it's not loading. Lol. Oh, random. 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 Ra oh my God. Nintendo Life. There we are. Random rappers. Oh, no. Except their cookies. Random. <laughs> random. Rapper Soldier Boy claims he owns Atari. Atari doesn't agree. Oh, I saw this headline. This, yeah, this guy this. is like, this is, is, is he okay? Maybe he's not okay. I don't think he's um, all right. Soldier update. Boy. Soldier Boy reacts badly to Atari's response. Yeah. Well, that's um, the update's at the top, so maybe we'll have to come back and read that. Uh, here it is. Yep. Ah, the saga of Soldier Boy. Ah. Back in 2018, the rapper apparently attracted the illegal attention of Nintendo for selling knockoff game consoles, which claim which came preloaded with hundreds of unlicensed ROMs. But despite having to take his site down and boss up, his words, not ours, Soldier Boy has since returned to the fray with a similarly dodgy device, including his most including his most recent effort, the TRDR Pocket, which is in fact based on an existing handheld called the Retroid Pocket. As if getting his hands dirty was, with low-cost emulation devices wasn't enough, the rapper, the rapper, whose real name is DeAndre Cortez Way, is now claiming he owns one of the most famous brands in the world of video games. Um, this Wednesday, Soldier Boy hopped onto his Instagram live feed, clan in an Atari shirt and baseball cap, naturally, and stated that he had inked a deal with Atari and he was now the de facto owner of the company. A quote from Soldier Boy says, They signed me... A to a deal at Atari. Big shout out to Atari, the whole staff. I'm about to revamp the company. We're going to take Atari to the next level. I am now the owner of Atari. I own the video game company Atari. <laughs> I was really proud. I was real proud of me. You can call me Mr. Atari. Mr. Atari. They was real proud of me and what I did with Soldier Boy Game Console. You know what I'm saying? I blew Soldier Boy Game up. 
<laughs> I love how it starts vague. He's like, I just I just signed a deal with Atari. We're going to get places with Atari. It. Sounds like he's maybe at best like involved with them in some way. And then he goes, I own Atari. It is I am me. now the owner of I video am game the company Atari. Atari. Yeah. I own Atari. Yeah. I will give you $5,000 if you don't like my game. This yeah. is my Atari. I own it. <laughs> Our Atari. Um, yes. We're about to sell the company for like, what was it? A hundred? I think I'm going to get $140 million. I'm finally getting $140 million dollars from Soldier Boy game. So Atari reached out and I just signed a deal with Atari. I signed two deals with Atari. I'm the owner. <laughs> the first it's rapper, me, owner of Atari. <laughs> Hello. The first rapper to own a video game company. We're going to take it to the next level, just like we did with Soldier Boy Games. <laughs> As you might expect, Atari's Twitter account debunks the claim almost instantaneously, pointing out that Wade Ronson is still the CEO of the firm. Atari tweeted, We know that CEO of Atari is a dream job, but that job, that honor belongs to Wade Rosen. That's literally all they wrote. The thing is, Soldier Boy owning Atari is just about believable when you consider the adventures that the adventures the current incarnation of the company has been involved in. Anyone fancy staying at the Atari Hotel? As well as writing music music and hawk, hawking cheap video game consoles, Soldier Boy has his own fashion brand and even sells soap. And then the update... Sorry, I need to know more about the soap. Yeah. soap yeah. Soldier, Soldier Boy, Boy is soap. selling. Update. Superman, that... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You, eucalyptus flavoured soap. Not flavoured, don't eat the soap. No, don't. Um, Probably shouldn't use I think the soap. flavour is Soulja actually... Boy. Maybe it's what they call it. Is that right? Maybe. Well, they do smell delicious. Yeah. Mm. Update. Following Atari's denial that Soldier Boy is now in charge of the famous co- video game company, um, the rapper has reacted angrily online with lots of bad language and slurs. You have been warned. I will not read them out. I don't think they're Can not. I, oh, they're not in the article. No, 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 they're not in this bit. Okay. Um, how um, claiming that he has a contract which backs up his story, his side of the story. He even branches the contract on camera during his. Exp- filled rant. However, as is often the case with Soldier Boy, all is not what it seems. One eagle-eyed Twitter user spotted something significant in the contract text. It says Atari tokens on the contract he screenshotted. Not Atari, not Atari shares in the company. Atari tokens are a cri- their cryptocurrency, like a Bitcoin competitor. So it was a promo deal. They wanted to pay with their own crypto. Nothing to do with shares or ownership. So he thinks he's bought into Atari, but he's but just he's bought into just their bought, cryptocurrency yeah. instead. I mean, I can see you just swore in that yeah. video. I just took, I can read his lips. I mean, number one, you shouldn't go. You're not really supposed to go brandishing contracts publicly and no. wave them around on screen. So yeah. you sh- he shouldn't be doing that. And number two, why? How? How does he think he owns it? And then Atari is saying, "No, you don't." Like, <laughs> if he owns it, he would be able to. He would be privy to that statement that official Atari are putting yeah. out. Yeah. What? What a maniac. <laughs> it's me. I own Atari. I am the owner, Boy, of Atari. owner of Atari. What's I bought up? it. It's mine. It's I mine. own Atari. I am the owner of Atari. You Pleased call to meet you. Atari the first Boy rapper to own Atari. Yeah. For God's sake. I actually owned, as Atari? recently as a couple of months ago, a couple of uh, shares in Atari. So I have a bigger claim. Yeah. Despite having since sold the shares because they went down in value immediately. Uh, despite having now sold my shares, I have a, a, a more realistic claim to owning Atari than Soldier Boy does. God. And you can too. Amazing. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. When I saw my dad on the I'm sure you won't mind me saying this. When I saw him on the weekend, uh, he said uh, that he'd been like buying a few shares and stuff. And he said, uh, have you heard of Team 17? 
I said, yes, dad, I have. He says, I thought Team you might have because they're, they're gaming. He's like, I own some shares in Team 17. I was like, good company to have shares. My dad owns shares in Brewdog. The pub, oh, really? And every now and then he gets invited to an AGM in a random place. Wow. And he takes my mum to the AGM for Brewdog where they have like wow. a big meal and they like Taste drink a lot of beer. beer. And they have to dress fancy for it. Haven't oh. Brewdog ha- been like, a bit naughty recently? Am I potentially. I don't know. I don't know if he still has the shares. But the last time I checked, he was like, we're off to Edinburgh for the AGM. And I'm Ooh, like, oh, fantastic. What? It's cooler than you guys have got cooler dads than mine. I don't know how many shares you have to own to be invited to the AGM. but Probably he owns quite a them. few. I've never been invited yeah, to an gonna AGM. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you can't just Does your you know, dad buy own Brewdog? <laughs> I don't think so. Is your dad Soldier Boy? My dad is Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am Soldier Boy. I'm the owner of Atari. My middle name's actually Atari because uh, my dad owns Atari. Mm. So are you Ashton Boy? Is that your yeah. full name? Ashton Atari Boy is my full <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, my weird news is one that I found myself. This is from Pure Xbox. Oh, and well see done. if you can tell that um, Pure Xbox is owned by the same company that owns Nintendo Life. <laughs> Random. 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 There's a fly in my Xbox, says concerned Series X owner. What am I meant to do? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so this is from Daniel Hollis. And scrolling down. Sometimes somebody tells a story that's so bizarre you just have to share it. In the case of this poor soul, their console was seemingly attacked by some flies who flew into their Xbox Series X with disastrous results. Oh, flies plural. Yes. As shared by Reddit user The Blue Wizard, the vents on the, on the top of their Xbox Series X uh, have proven to do more harm than good. They thought nothing of seeing a fly on their TV recently, but panic ensued when the insect flew into the vent. Not only that, but another fly later attacked the console as well, again flying straight into the vent. Of course, the author is wondering what's going on and whether this is some kind of insect vendetta against his shiny green machine. So I've got the uh, Reddit article here. Thread even. A fly flew into my XSX WTF am I meant to do? Okay, a fly was doing what flies do and then flew in onto my TV. It then proceeded to fly into my Xbox. It flew directly into the top somehow and then I heard a rattling sound. It stopped now, but every now and then again, I hear a fly getting spun around some more. And then it says in brackets, more rattling. I hope Rattler, how big is this I fly? What's it made of? I hope this hasn't damaged it. Should I try remove it? He says. Edit. I have looked into top of Xbox and there are bits of fly. Edit two. Another fly has gone in again with it. What's going on? We'll try to attach photo. Edit three. Had to make an imgur account for this. Here you go. And there's just a photo of like, hang on. I'll see if I can load it up for you. Just some fly bits. Um, I'm not saying I've never noticed this before there in my life. Fly on, there's a fly on the Xbox. There I like it is. took a picture of it, the fly. I bet it was waiting there for ages for it to land on it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not saying this is the first time I've realized this, but I'm just having one of those little epiphanies that you have in, in life. Yeah. Like, we just call f- a fly a fly. Yeah. It's because like it calling flies. a dog a walk, isn't it? <laughs> well, I suppose so. A, a, a human a walk. <laughs> yeah. It really? Flies. That's why we call cats assholes. Yeah. Got them. Take that, cats. Wow. Reading further down into the thread at some of the comments, it seems the author's luck hasn't improved. Uh, They claimed they've left the console on for now as bits of the fly have been blown into the corners. On a more serious note, a Reddit user has replied hoping that Microsoft sees this post and takes note. While the huge vent holes are great for ventilation, it's obviously an invitation for creepy crawlies to venture in, either to be killed or, as the commenter themselves put, Mm. 
Thrive. Thrive. <laughs> they might start a colony in my Xbox Series X. Well, we did have a weird news some months We've ago. We've had a lot of weird news about things about, in machines. Like, ants going in. Someone got ants in their PC, which yeah. was kind of... And wasn't that... It's like something that can actually sort of happen. Yeah, like, they're like they weird like conductor the, ants or something. Yeah, they like the electricity or oh, something. It's very like strange, the, and yeah. he doesn't know how to sort it out. But... Uh, there we are. I think that's highly unlikely to affect many people, mm. but just to be aware. Just in that, case uh, you've got Series X, you've got to watch out for those. I scrolled boys. down the comments, and there were the fanboys were, were not happy about this. And I'm not suggesting that all Xbox owners are fanboys. Just shut up. Um, but just in this particular instance, the people what, who are. The people are, who like the fans inside of their Xbox. Precisely. Yeah. They were defending the Xbox. Now, well, that doesn't. That's never happened to me. I don't know anyone that's had that. Maybe you should try cleaning your room, and it had like loads of upvotes. And I was like, you, "Cleaning your room Rude. doesn't stop flies coming you in the, the window. window open. It what doesn't stop do flies. <laughs> Even in the photo, it didn't look that dirty. Like, well, you've clearly just got a filthy house, and it's your fault. Wow. So that is not how flies work. If you get a cat, they like to eat flies, and mm. they chase them around the house, so you're not gonna worry about them. Unless you've got a lazy cat. Mm. Mm. Yeah. There we are. That's my weird news. It's time for question three. It's coloured in yellow. It's your that? Is that me? Yeah. That's you. That's me. Okay, well, I'll read it then. Friendly You're Lewis better. sends in question three and says, Hello, the beard, the tiny, and the woman. Where? Woman. <laughs> uh, if you could add any modern game mechanic or feature from recent games into your all-time favourite game, what would you add? Mm. Um, I don't always know exactly what my all-time favourite game is. It's probably, it's either Spyro 1 or possibly the first, well, the only Beyond Good and Evil game. Uh, <laughs> that was a sad thing to say. Doom, doomed to be the only Yeah. Um, and maybe in the case of the latter, Beyond Good and Evil, I think that could just benefit from like having some, that is the, uh, the kind of game that I would want to get a platinum trophy in. So, you know, give me some, give me some trophies in that game possibly. Um, I mean, it's available on Steam in the HD version. So maybe you can actually get Steam trophies on it, but you know, give me give me a PlayStation re-release and I'll I'll do all the trophies. But um, Spyro One, I really struggle with this, Ashton. I'm sure you've already peeked at my notes and seen what my answer is going to be. I'm not saying Spyro One is it's a perfect game. It's the best game ever made, and it, it can't be improved upon. But sort of within its own kind of context and, and what it aims to achieve. I don't think there's like a great deal more they needed to do or, you know, like that modern mechanics would, you know, have a significant effect on it. In, in some ways, they might make it worse. You know, sometimes if you add a, a modern mechanic to an old game, it makes things bad. Uh, but if someone put a gun to my head, if Friendly Lewis was not friendly and Whoa. said, add something to Spyro. Friendly Fire Lewis. Then, hey, I'm going to go all out and say... Give me a Spyro 1 map creator, right? People can make their own uh, flight levels. You know, you could, like, do different challenges and stuff and make interesting courses. People can people do great things with map creators. They do. They make, Greg's, they make uh, Greg's. They made the Tesco car park yeah. on fire during yeah. the pandemic. And it just means I get to play even more of that game by just going onto the community yeah. tab and playing Spyro 1 mm. maps. So I guess that. Really, but That's a um, good idea. yeah, within the confines of the question, which is your all-time favorite game, your all-time favorite game, not one that you no. like, but your favorite, then yeah. that's that's what I'd have to say. I think fair, fair dues, mm. Ashton. Well, my, I'd say my favorite game of all time is either maybe Borderlands Two is my favorite game ever. Mm. I mean, Portal's obviously up there, but yeah, Borderlands Two is probably my fave. But I would like Borderlands Three fast travel system, like the cars and like. 
Yeah, zipping to the cars. Yeah, in Borderlands 2. Because some of Borderlands 2 areas are huge. And I forgot, like, when you played the fact before Borderlands 3 came out, I was fine with it. But but now um, Borderlands 3 have played that, and I feel a bit spoiled now. Um, So, yeah. And I would also like, not necessarily just in Borderlands, but, like, in most games, the ability to, like, buy or unlock where collectibles are in a map. Right, so, so I can it reveals go and find the pay to find where yeah. it is. Yeah. Like obviously, like in-game currency, like if you've got loads. Because I normally find that by the end of the game, you've got loads of money just left over. So it would be nice to just be like, here's a bunch of money. Take all the demands. Some games do that, don't they? Have like a treasure yeah, map. Some yeah, some games do. Yeah. yeah, but not all games. Not all um, games. Like, worm, uh, not, well, I keep calling it worms because I don't know why. Plants versus Zombies. <laughs> um, Battle for Neighborville has the ability to buy maps to see where things are mm. um and there is another game that i played recently probably f- maybe sunset overdrive has the ability as well i was gonna say um, resi village but that doesn't but resi no. 4 does definitely but yeah like that is probably something that i would like as well mm. nice yeah b-pops um, i've gone generic again i'm afraid because i couldn't pinpoint my favorite game yeah uh, however th- something i would like to be added to all past and future games i know what it's going to be and I forever agree. Photo mode. <laughs> That's a good answer. Every game should we have a We saw photo how much mode. fun uh, oh my God, last night even, in Death Stranding. The photo me. mode. It did break Ben. Did you see this? Norman I've, not, I've not caught up on everything at Games. Can you Comment. load up my Twitter and just shut up? Right, the last Twitter. thing I tweeted was there was just a screenshot it lingered on that, that and it just, that was it for me. I was, right. I was over it. Okay. Um, I've also put here trophies and achievements. I would like them to be retroactively available for every game yeah. that's ever come out. Um, and also auto save. Mm. which yeah. is a bit of a double-edged sword because I know some games are built around having... Oh, my God, what is even the context of that? He's jumping on his bed. Of course he is. Yeah, he's jumping on his bed. Uh, he's had too much monster. The yeah. whole... No. Sorry, Red Bull. No. 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 They're, not spons- they're not sponsored anymore. But it wasn't monster in the trailer. No, but isn't else. it because uh, Gamescom is sponsored by Red Bull? That's what James that's Jenkins what James said. Thought. I don't know oh, if that's true. Maybe. But it could well be. Sorry, continue. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of games are built around manually saving. That's part of the peril of especially a number of PS1 titles is you've got to make it to the save. And if yeah. you die, you've got to mm. go back to the last save. Artificially extending the game. Yes, exactly. But autosave is just such a quality of life improvement that we've come to just expect now that uh, I would like that. You know, especially when you lose progress because of something that's not your fault, like the power going out or yeah. a cat walking on your console. Mm. Or a fly. Which is happening to or a fly just getting bits <laughs> of fly everywhere. itself into the Xbox, uh, yeah. So yeah, th- those are those are a few very generic things that I th- I can't see any way that they would make any games worse, really. Mm. I think yeah. they would just improve them. Or at least like the ability to save whenever you want in the menu also. Yeah. Subtitles for every game. Subtitles. Not all games yeah. subtitles yeah. if they have voice acting. Yeah. And I also um, wish that most games had the ability to like move or change where the subtitles go on the screen mm-hmm. because sometimes like if you're streaming it if it's at the bottom it's normally like covered by something else or, or like the yeah so it's nice yeah. to have them at the top pausing cutscenes as well pausing, pausing cutscenes are not skipping that's a very you have to hold x to skip rather than yeah. Tap, tap a button because you can For the most part you get that now in almost every modern game but most old games more yeah. than what mm. eight or nine years old you don't you can't pause those cutscenes. can't pause them no. uh the last thing i would say is fully customizable control schemes and layouts yeah mm-hmm. being able to just tweak yeah. everything to yeah. your liking would be good mm. that's what makes time splitters hold up so well today is the fact that you can change it to modern fps controls yeah 
um, and what makes Nightfire such a nightfire, such a nightmare, mm. a nightmare, nightmare, 24/7 nightmare. Exactly. Well, let's move on, everybody. It's time for something rather large. It is called the big, big discussion. discussion. It's time for the big discussion. <clears throat> Welcome to the big discussion. This week, the big discussion comes courtesy of Lord uh, Bratovic. Mm. I don't know. That is that? Uh, mm. Guten Tag, Meine Kerle. Did I say that right? I believe so. Uh huh. Pops. Good day, my dudes. As the Gamescom stream with best friend Jeff just happened, what games are you looking for? Looking forward to the most out of the bunch they have shown. I'm pretty excited for the comeback slash reboot slash sequel of Saints Row. Also, it seems like every big game will come out again around the same time. Do you think it's worth getting lost in the shuffle around Christmas, or would it make more sense to spread everything around the year? Big keys keys from your German correspondent. Say hi to Winkler for us. Please. Yes. Peter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to... I hope you've had a chance to catch up on Gamescom Otherwise, in, in the one hour no you've answer. worked today. Uh, but were, was there anything that sort of hopped out for you and what do you think about all these games coming out sort of in the Christmas, the November to February window? Mm. I looked at um, most of the um, major trailers. Um, I didn't actually catch the Death Stranding one. Um, but you watched uh, What Happened Out though, obviously, didn't you? Yeah. Of course yeah. I did, yeah. 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 Um, Saints Row, I think, looks interesting. And I've... Uh, I mean, I've dabbled in Saints Row, like just at, at people's houses or whatever. Or we we probably done one or two videos in it, in, maybe in the videos days. Or I don't maybe. know. I'm not sure if we did. We, we managed didn't to. We should have done. It yeah. would have been great. Did you like Simon Miller in the trailer? We were big fans. Yeah. Of big Simon yes. Miller yeah. and his Simon. Gang. He was there. Hey guys, don't uh, steal my stuff. Listen. Can we chase those guys, please? Why can't we all share Come it? Here. You're forcing my hand. Can I've got to use a gun. I'll tell you none. Um, and so, you know, I don't have a great deal of experience with Saints Row. And so actually, this seems like a good point for me to jump in if it is indeed a reboot, which is mm -hmm. what people are, what it's what it's being uh, marketed as yeah. so far. Um, of course, Lego Star Wars. It's a game yeah. I've been very excited for. Write that down. Yeah. Um, and that now, I believe, has a release window of spring next spring, year. Yeah. yeah, it's still pretty vague, spring. isn't it? Yeah, no. No, it's not good. Um, I mean, I think it's looking good. I've not actually watched the trailer for Lego Star Wars. I thought, I already know that's going to be one of my answers. So I thought I'd watch the other ones. You probably um, don't even need to full stop if you want mm. to enjoy the game. It was yeah, just, it there was a lot of voice acting and cutscenes, sort of some of the jokes yeah. that you might enjoy more. Right, it might be worth experience. just not watching. There wasn't an awful lot of gameplay it, so. in it. I yeah. heard it. I saw a gif on Twitter this morning of like someone riding a, a, a Tauntaun through Hoth. And the, the caption was just, can't believe this is a Lego Star Wars game because it's like just third person over the shoulder. Yeah, you're so used to those TT games, top down mm. things, shared screen. So very exciting. Yeah. Um, and then actually, I thought Park Beyond looked quite cute mm. and interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the wacky theme park building game. Impossification. Impossification. We couldn't think of it last night. Right. Yeah. Um, Impossidiculous. So I mean. Need to see more of that because that was clearly just all CG, yeah. and mm -hmm. you know I, I would want to know what the customization options are. But I've seen what people can do with things like Roller Coaster Tycoon and Planet yeah. Coaster, and I've always thought like, oh, that looks like a lot of fun, and you know, quite a, a streamable thing in a way. Like mm. the the chat can get involved and say, oh, you should make a ride that's that's like this, or you know, do, do whatever. Um, so looking forward to seeing more of that and maybe streaming some of it, perhaps. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Should we all run through the games we're looking forward to and then we'll talk about yes. Yes. Yeah. the winter? Ashton. 
I am really excited for the new Far Cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saints Row I was really, really excited for as well. I'm glad that we got a release date for Horizon yeah. mm-hmm. and the patch update for the PS5 because I might go back and play it. Um, Cult of the Lamb is a Devolver Digital because of course it is because it's insane and I think it looks, looks pretty crazy. fun. Yeah. Um, and I also, of course, Doke V. Doke V. insane. I don't understand it, but I want to put it directly into my veins yep. so I can feel that feeling every day. Sort of adorable. Um, and obviously Lego Star Wars I'm quite excited for as well. Such a good trailer. Um, I'm kind of intrigued by Outlast as well because it's got co-op <laughs> mode. Um, <laughs> um which could be quite interesting for a horror game with a co-op mode situation. I don't think I saw Outlast in that article yeah. that you sent to me. Oh, it was there. I it think was it, there, it yeah. was what the pre. I know exactly why you missed it. It's because the trailer was age restricted, so it, it didn't yeah. show up as a trailer. Uh, so you had just to like click and go yeah. onto YouTube to uh, watch well, it. Well, yeah. I have to have a look at that. It looks extra spooky, but it does yeah, look pretty good. Where's the worst place we could set a game? How about Toy, Toy Factory? Factory? Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, how many Wilsons will there be? At least two. Hopefully three. <laughs> ben, yeah, what's up? What Wilsons are you most looking forward to? Well, I mean, Saints Row is sure to have pixelated Wilsons yeah. because you yeah. can usually just be naked in that game. Yeah, uh, I was. I really, really enjoyed Saints Row the Third when I uh, when that came out. Um, I didn't mm. play the original two, which are a lot more obviously grounded. Yeah, still a bit fantastical, but not quite as much. Mm. I wasn't a huge fan of Saints Row Four, and I didn't like Get Out of Hell. But it's been so long since the Saints Row game now that I'm yeah. looking forward to it. They showed nice a very soft reboot, very brief clip of in-engine gameplay yeah. after the CG trailer, and oh. it it looks to be quite a pretty game. Yeah, you know, they've come a long way. It's not too dissimilar from the trailer, really, in terms of visual style, at least. Yeah. Uh, I like the look of Midnight Suns, the Marvel game oh, from the yeah. Xcom developer yeah, Suns, yeah. which. By the way, it's having an SEO nightmare because it's Midnight Suns, S-U-N-S, as in the big thing in the sky. Mm. Which doesn't come out at midnight. Which doesn't come out at midnight, which is confusing anyway. Mm. Uh, Unless you're in um, the North Pole, then it's out most of the time. Or in Australia. That's how it works, isn't it? The sun's out at midnight, I think. (laughs) For us. Well, our midnight. No, their midnight. That's what they call it. Our midnight, their sun's out. It'll be their midday. No, no. Their summers are winter and the sun comes out at midnight. Nighttime. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm good. Um, so the, it's spelled S-U-N-S, but the logo of it is obscuring a bit of the U, so it could reasonably considered to be, be uh, considered to be so- S-O-N-S. Then when I was doing the tags, it suggested midnight sun's S-O-N-S way before S-U-N-S, so everybody thinks it's S-O-N-S, and now it turns out it's based on a comic from the 90s called Rise of the Midnight Suns, S-O-N-S. What? So they've it's based on that. They've gone S-U-N-S instead, and it, ev- no one can type the name correctly anymore because it's all weird and That's confusing. That's really silly. I don't know why they've painted themselves into that weird. corner, but I am intrigued by that. Not a huge XCOM fan, bit too, bit too, bit too violent for me. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the permadeath mechanic. I know that's. I the once whole played point, XCOM but, and uh, we made Enrique Iglesias the pop sensation, and then he got shot by an alien and died, and it was really sad. It oh. sounds like you did everyone a favor there. Um, no. So the the Marvel twist is intriguing to mm. me. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to giving that a go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from the creators of or the developers of the uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Uh, Doke V, of course. Yeah. The best trailer there. There was so much of it and the music was so weird. Yeah. The gameplay is 
bizarre. It's like GTA for kids, but with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, you can sign up now. I'm kind you can of just play it, obsessed. I think. And it's coming to consoles. <gasps> is it an established franchise already? I don't know. No, it's just a new so. thing. Fraser was looking it up new. earlier because I was talking to him about it when I came in. Um, and it's from the same people who did uh, Black Desert Online, which is also yeah. an oh MMO. God, I've met those guys. With a crazy um, character creator, Black Desert Online. Yes. Yeah. It's like insane. It's re- you can have asymmetrical I, faces I yeah. and like, show, move things up and down. Um, for Black Desert Online at uh, uh, EGX a couple years yeah. ago. And I met the guys and their character creator. They were like, let's make our host. We got like one of the pro players to make the host. But the... Uh, host was a black lady mm-hmm. and the guy was a white guy and he just really didn't want to pick her skin tone like he was like um we'll just go with this one and move very quickly on and then there's a moment where like oh. you pan out and it's like the character's naked and she was just sat there we were like oh man we See, like, that oh is, god really do unfair. something to fix this this is an unfair and he was position like, back to the face in. we'll fill that out later oh, and i was no. like christ alive i mean the skin tone thing i think is is it sounds like he made that worse for himself. Yeah, yeah. he really could well, have Best just... move quickly on because yeah. let's not talk about race. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, the fact that she the was naked, naked is, is not, not, not great. No. Well, I hope the character creation is equally bonkers in this sort of anime game. Yeah. That, should be, mm. that should be fun. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet the Far Shore. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of like No Man's Sky. Looking forward to that. Is it Jet, Ashton? It says it right there. It says it right there. <laughs> it is Jet. Ashton was very helpful last night when I was trying to remember if, right. if Jet was the game that I was thinking of. And I said, well, is it well, Jet? And Ashton went, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is it Jet? And I thought you were going like, oh, is this the, like, are you saying, no. is this game Jet like yeah, the one you were thinking says, of? So I was like, yeah, on, it says Jet says right there. Jet on the <laughs> trying to be helpful, but apparently that wasn't the right answer to uh, what Ben wanted. It said it right there. It says yeah. it right there. And Sifu, of course, is another one that mm. looks fantastic. As well as that, um, uh, whatever, the, the pain train, what's it called? Locomotive Punch. Oh, made fight, by one guy. Uh, Midnight Fight Express or something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, oh, that was this. That I've looked a bit. Maybe one guy with two kids. <laughs> yeah, it looked a bit John Wick esque. Much yeah. to catch up on. Um, I actually also. But Jeff just about doxed yeah. the guy when he introduced it. it was weird. He gave like a weird amount of information. One guy in Poland. He's got two he's kids. Got two kids <laughs> and he's like, what are you Jeff, Jeff, so, uh, Jeff, number 12 Warsaw exactly, Street. Yeah. Jeff, stop. <laughs> yeah. I also, um, I forgot to mention it, but I'm kind of. Kind of like the look of Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hate to be that guy. I used mm. to play Call of Duty when I was younger, um, like Blops and um, Modern Warfare. So kind of am intrigued by the new storyline. It'll be, it will be good. That's I won't play the thing. online. Call but of Duty's, as we were saying on the stream, Call of Duty's campaigns have a baseline level of quality mm. where yeah. it's like it's a real it's and it really looked really good it's the well. definition of triple a like it yeah. looks amazing it may not have much substance to it but they're you know they're trying to tackle that with a diverse cast mm-hmm. and i don't know if it'll have any emotional impact but it will be fun and it is a popcorn game it's an it's like a yeah. michael bay movie i think i saw someone describe it uh, call of duty campaigns as like walking down a corridor that's exploding mm. yeah that, sometimes that's fun yeah <laughs> that can be quite fun sometimes to turn yourself off and just go into like a set piece filled ridiculous extravaganza yeah um, that's all true but uh What's also true, yeah, is uh, Activision is Activision bad. It's, that, it's an Activision so. game. We, we so. all know. I that. really liked as well Very yesterday. Like they 
completely did not mention Activision at all when they were talking about Call of Duty. They had like the other smaller studio. That's yeah, it was like a sledgehammer. Game. Yeah, sledgehammer oh, really? game. And yeah. then they had like one of the actors, but there was no like Activision oh, mention at all around why. the game. Yeah. But I mean, we all know it's Activision. We but all know the thing. The real proving ground will be: Does the public know, and does the public care? Because mm. Call of Duty, even you mean people if, outside of outside yeah. of our kind of yeah the bubble sphere. that that are aware of what's going on in the industry, yeah. because yeah. I have a sad feeling mm. that this is it will make no difference. There's there's going to be no difference made whatsoever, and this game is going to sell its usual millions and millions. Yeah, of copies. yeah, that's what right. I mean. Because I was saying like I would like to play this, but I'm not going to buy it because I'm not giving them any money. Mm. So Activision know that people are cross and they're sort of, they're they're doing stuff, yeah. but are they really? The only reason they are acting, and let's, let's not mince any words here, is because they're being sued by the state of California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they got caught with their pants down by former employees calling them out in the internet and Twitter was like, this is outrageous and unacceptable, Maybe someone would be taken off a project. Mm. Maybe someone would lose their job over it who's in a senior, senior position. But the only reason that they're, they're even doing... Yeah, the only reason anything is happening is because they stand to lose a great deal of money. And mm-hmm. if people do, said, I'm not going to buy the game, they're still going to sell millions of copies anyway. And you know yeah. now the latest allegation is that they've been shredding yes. HR documents where people have been to HR and said... Because a lot of people have said, well, you know, the the really horrible naysayers have said, well, if those things are happening, they should have just gone to HR. You know, they should have just gone to HR and dealt with it. HR's not there for you, for the employees, though. They're there no, for and HR allegedly, uh, and it's still yet to be proven, uh, but um, have apparently been, I don't know how often, but have shredded documents where people have said, this thing has happened, here's my report, here's Brilliant. something I want to complain about, and those... Yep. Documents have have vanished. Activision have actually put a statement out and said we actually deny that outright. That hasn't happened, but I'm sure it will all. Well, they denied the other to stuff too. They did. Yeah, yeah. so that was sort of all blown out of proportion, wasn't it? And they got sued, and everyone was like, "No, was it?" And then and then everything was fine. So it puts us in a really difficult position, and it's something that we we could touch on in a future big discussion. But honestly, yeah. like it's such a minefield, and where would what would even necessarily, I suppose, be the point of discussing it because I think everyone kind of knows knows the the line that you need to take but what do you do with like an Activision game going forwards because like Ashton I think Call of Duty Vanguard looks great Mm. and I would like to play it but I I am conflicted and I don't know if I should give them money and I don't know if not giving them money will make any difference anyway like I I just don't know really what my personal decisions how they will factor into this apart from reporting about it on a platform on the internet like yeah. they are. It's the the Crash 25th anniversary this year as well. Oh, and they've it? been like doing lots of little little bits to kind of celebrate it and hint hint towards, you know, oh, it's a, it's a big year. And, you know, chat amongst the Crash community is that they might go, go all out and at some point this year actually announce something huge and say there's a, a new game or, a, or mm-hmm. something. And again, I'm thinking, what do I do at that point? You know, mm. um, these things are... As a, cha- a video games channel, sort of worth covering in that sense. You know, taking Activision out of it, they're worth covering like mm. that. But also, you don't want to promote uh, a company and and yeah. sort of help them make money from these things. And then yeah. you've also got Ubisoft pulling the same nonsense as well. Yes, yeah. uh, albeit without as much attention being given to it currently. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's all it's all 
Man, it's tricky being a consumer in a, in a capitalism world, isn't it? it? Is. Well, um, yeah. She just moved to the moon. Capitalism hasn't affected the what moon What is it yet? with you in the moon? Space. It's been the answer to many of your... The moon is safe from capitalism. Space All of your solutions have involved the moon. Space is not. Uh, space has now been tarnished by capitalism. Yeah, but, but not the moon. But the they moon didn't go to the yet. moon yet. The moon's safe. Yeah. We can have the, the moon. The moon is the only safe place. Anyway, we've managed to... Get distracted. To, to veer really off slightly. Discussion. That was a... We got a really really deep discussion mm. as well so let's circle back to the other thing that lord uh brock brock of broccoli uh, is talking about with uh, all the games sort of coming out in the same window mm-hmm. what do you think about that peter uh i mean it's difficult because there is a, an ideal time to release your game in that sense because the children's say, please, can I have... For Crimis. Yeah, uh, I would like the Call of Duty. For Crimis or Honigy. I would like the Assault game, please. I want Christmas. Saints Row, the game where you can be naked, please. Yeah. And hit yeah. people with giant I want penis. I V. Yeah, give it to me. Um, and so it's something that's happened for years and years. You know, loads of games come out in November or early December. It's um, what E3 used to be for. Yeah, mm. was exactly. so that that retailers could go and meet with games publishers and sort their stock out for Christmas. Yeah, mm. exactly. So it's no surprise that that is happening once again. But uh, you know, perhaps it, it, I mean, I'd, I'd have to look at the stats uh, to say whether there are maybe even more games coming around at that. So you're just trying to. We're all trying to ignore the fact that someone is upstairs. Having oh, a win. see, I just completely tuned that out. I didn't realize that you were laughing at the piss noise that's coming through. <laughs> tinkle, I tinkle. could hear it, and then I was like, "Is that what I think it is?" And then it abruptly stopped, and I was like, "Yeah, that's definitely." I don't know why some people, some boys, insist on pissing directly into the water. <laughs> is it like a dominance thing? I don't or like, know. Is it small dick energy? What yeah, is it? Yeah, I'm not sure. Use Did the you... side of the bowl. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Like a basketball player, people just are sleeping. Go off the backboard. Yeah. <sighs> Um, I'd have to look at the stats, but I don't know if maybe significantly more games being released in that window this year. And if so, no doubt that would probably be because of the COVID. delays caused by COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it, it wouldn't be any surprise. But it's, it, I mean, ultimately, I don't really have an answer whether it's worth getting, as, you, as Lord B says, getting lost in the shuffle with so many games coming yeah. out in that period. But then, on the other hand, it's the time when people are going to spend the most on their kiddiewinks and their their friends and partners and themselves. Mm-hmm. So maybe they counterbalance each other. And yeah, right, maybe your sales will actually be slightly lower in the sense of getting lost in that shuffle. But we might sell more because lots of children out there, you know, all those children. You, those you've wings. got to make money off the kids you, you can't do. put them down the mine no more no you can't you can't so do you've got that. to make their parents buy call of duty Vanguard, the, the 18 moon. rated video game in which you stab nazi yeah nazi sorry what did you say we should all move to we the moon were you about the to say the moon children again? will only be safe once we've all moved to the moon oh, that's <laughs> true actually well what but the moon the clangers might get them no. oh no <laughs> is that a clanger noise felt right i think it's higher than that yeah yeah, I you can't. sort of did a trumpet rather yeah. than a whistle. Right. It was well, a good I trumpet mean, was, noise, though. Thank you. Oh. See, that was the same as mine. That was, was the same as mine. No, that wasn't my clanger noise. That was, that was me doing tr- you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ashton? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much the same opinion of you. It's about that a lot of these games are coming out, especially this year because of COVID. A lot of these games have been pushed back further than they probably wanted to be. Um, but by the sounds of things, most of these games were meant to come out at the end of this year. Um, and I do think that it's kind of... I get it, like you're saying with Christmas. I don't necessarily like it because it means that um, for like the 
vast majority of the year it's like a couple of new games here mm. and there but not really that many and then we get to christmas and it's like okay well now we have to spend loads of money because these games are all coming out at the same time like elden ring and horizon zero dawn meant to come out pretty much around the same time forbidden west, uh, forbidden west sorry yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Midwest. Um, and a bunch of them are coming out first week September, first week November. It's like if you're if you're someone who likes a game on multiple consoles, like if you like an X, if you like Xbox and you like PlayStation, maybe you like PC or you like a couple of them all, mm-hmm. um, you are going to end up having to buy a lot of games if those are games that you want to. Obviously, not everyone can afford some people save up a long time so well, they can so afford a new, now, they it? are exactly like I know people who will save up their money so that they can buy one game and then save up their money so they can buy the next game rather than like just buying them outright because they can't afford them which is com- like most people can't necessarily afford mm. to splash that much money on a new game mm. so if you're bringing them out all at the same time that puts you in the position of like okay well what game do I really want to play the most because I can't afford to buy all of the games so I'll just have to make sure I buy one game and then maybe eventually I'll be able to buy the next game but by the point the next game is like you can get the next game a bunch of more games are coming out games are coming out mm. so I think that like in terms of their consumerism ish- issues in terms of the business i get why it all comes out of christmas but in terms of like the actual players i wish it was spaced out a bit more across the it year it would make more sense if like movie studios uh tend to do they each publisher only brought out one game in that period mm-hmm. like if you know any publishers releasing multiple games uh you're kind of competing with yourself in a way there mm-hmm. i also think it doesn't make sense that they don't release them like over the summer because a lot mm. of kids have the summer holidays off and a lot of the time these kids don't want to go outside and play with their friends because they don't have friends they want to play yeah they want to play Fortnite. all their friends have been taking to play i want to play stabby stab nazis is that Fortnite? yeah that's it sure yeah that's but the Fortnite dance isn't it that's from the Fortnite. and they're yeah, yeah that's also one yeah i think so that's yeah. also one so I know what kids are into. Yeah. Mm. So I think like maybe why not there's why is there not more during the summer? Why not more during summer? Why not why Why she always wear half shirt? Why she always wear half shirt? Why she wear half shirt? Why she looks so bored? (laughs) That's what I got last night. Yeah, someone said I shouldn't look bored. I'm like, I'm drinking my beverage. Yeah. Chill out, friend. Be excited about your seven up, please. Sorry. But yeah, that's my opinion. You're in a a, a sort of jumper vest. I'm in a sweater vest today. Sweater vest. Sweater vest. It's almost, it's kind of half though. It is, look. It is disgusting. Just because this top underneath is really half. It's really exploitative that we keep asking Ashton to dress in half shirts. It's kind of like a comment that we've had. The sort of Wallace chic. I like it. Is that really, is that a big compliment or is that incredibly insulting? I love Wallace. Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Oh God, who's going home? No, it's change. I like it. So my thoughts on this, moving on from the jumper debacle, mm. what I'm now calling Jumpergate, mm. uh, is that ideally I think everyone involved in this holiday season would wait uh, so they have plenty of space for their game to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, different games of different sizes have you know less or more to worry about depending on the the cachet that their game carries mm. halo though still seemingly if rumors are to be believed uh, chose to wait for call of duty to go first because yeah. they oh. didn't want to compete no. so they're now a month separated a month and three days i think uh, november the 5th and december the 8th respectively yeah um however as you've both said 
COVID has caused all sorts of issues. And quite frankly, for a lot of these developers and publishers, they, they probably can't out. afford to wait any no. longer. If the game is ready, they sort of just need to pull the trigger and get it out there. Yeah. So while, yes, it would be convenient to not have, it would be more convenient to not have a game you're interested in uh, release every two or three weeks. <laughs> That's just the reality of this pandemic coming yeah. back around. And there, there have always been busier seasons than you know than the not when there hasn't been a pandemic. But especially now, everything getting delayed, it's all got to come out at some point. That's why yeah. we're why we're seeing so many movies releasing. Yeah, that's why a lot of TV shows are dropping now as well because they've all just been waiting. Yeah, uh, to be able to resume filming and production and stuff. And it seems like TV and film was perhaps a little less impacted than games because that requires, I don't know, I don't want to say more effort, but you know what I mean. Like it's just intrinsically more of a uh, a team a team sport, if yeah. you will. Like, yeah. you know, that was really impacted by the pandemic. So most of them I don't think can, can afford to wait. And that's why they have to go now. Yeah, yeah. And that may well be it. But there we are. What do you think? What was your favorite game from Gamescom? What do you think about all these games coming out? Is it exciting or is it oh, flipping annoying, man? Can, oh, you just, can you just hold fire, please? Chill out. Peter man. is going to tell you where you can find us and interact with us. We are on YouTube.com and Twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump. It's where we do all of our contents. Um, when we stream, such as... For opening night live but other times too um we are modded by lord brotovic trialing badger and mr black mr. Um, if you've got amazon prime one of the benefits of that is um a twitch sub it won't cost you anything extra it's all part of the bundle um and you can use that on us you get all the the regular benefits we get the cash and jeff bezos goes to the moon jeff he goes bezos. to the moon no he doesn't go to the moon the moon is a safe space right um we've got social media twitter.com and facebook.com both forward slash team triple jump twitter is more for our sort of video and live stream announcements and updates and things like that facebook has all sorts of video content on it and mm -hmm. live streams go well. like it go yeah. like it and facebook follow it live thank you to fraser uh for looking after that and luke eldon too um Creekums. Yeah. They, okay. they're done? Yeah. They're, I think they're done. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yes, that's our social media. And uh, finally, from me, patreon.com forward slash team triple jump is the way you can forward go slash. to forward slash team triple jump to um, check out Patreon rewards. We've a feeling they may be being shuffled up a little <gasps> in the coming weeks. Spoon. There's a tingling the in our Pringles that it might be getting mixed up. What? A what? Tingling in our Pringles. What's that? Pringle is that, is that moon speak? Or something? <laughs> yeah. So check that out in the next week or so. We'll obviously keep you informed on uh, certainly on the podcast, and we may even may well do a, an actual YouTube video as well, saying, "Hey, here's what you can hey, go and hey. pay for." Yeah. What do you say? Mm. Ashton. Arthur there from you there. Tweenies. That's Tweenies, Ashton. Oh, Tweenies, sorry. That's sorry, the sorry, other song that says, oh hey, what a wonderful a kind of day. day. Yeah, yeah. that's sort of got fused. Um, website's still broken. Um, we're trying to fix it. We know it's broken. Um, thank you for letting us know if you've tweeted us or let us know. We are aware. Yeah. We physically can't do anything about it, but it is, someone is trying to fix it. And by someone, Adam Pacitti is trying to get it fixed. We have top men on the job. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, but normally, if you listen to this in a couple of weeks' time, maybe it's fixed. So it's triplejerk.mup. So that's triple 
ju.mp. Um, and normally everything will be on there. But for now, the links you can go to for Discord, if you want to join our Discord where we're modded by Jack, Joe and Hollow Eyes, um, you can go to bit.ly forward slash team triple jump and that'll take you to our Discord. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast in its audio form, maybe you want to go on a journey and you're looking for someone to keep you company, we can do that for you. Mm. Go to play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash triple jump. Um, if you want to look at all of our live stream VODs, if you missed any of the Gamescom VODs this week or any of the other live streams that you've missed, you can go to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash triple jump VODs. Um, and if you want to shop some sick merch that the boys are sporting today. Sick. Both matching their hoodies again. We've got a shirt. Too. Got a shirt on as well. I apparently have got some merch. I'm just not wearing it. It's in there. <gasps> Exciting. Um, you can go to our store, which is to triplejumpshop.com and if you're looking for new merch release information you can go to at triplejumpshop on Twitter and all of the info will be on there when we drop some new sick merch which genuinely might actually be this week <gasps> coming up yeah we just need to make a couple of videos right and then, we're, and then we're good to go yeah I so. think it will drop even if yeah I think it will be at least available to look at and order mm. oh boy mm. oh boy oh baby uh, and if you want to be my lover, you got to uh, follow at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton on Instagram and Twitter yep. and myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. We mm -hmm. do lists every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, soon to be Mondays as well. It's really kicking off. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Thursday being the joint stream plays in on YouTube. Plays it. The rest of the days being solo streams on Twitch. Worst Games Ever is fortnightly Fridays for patrons of a certain tier Sunday for everyone else. It's not a Worst Games Ever week, so wind your neck in there, buddy. Mm. The podcast is every Saturday and we do shows once every other week or thereabouts. Why not leave a review on iTunes or your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythm. Triplejump.gg. Go, go, go get yourself some currency or some subscriptions and stuff. Really mm. yeah. helps us out. Thank you very much. Go follow our Facebook page, obviously. Uh, there's the Riders Republic Quipscope that you can go watch now slash listen to if you want to check it out. Also, that beta is now open as announced at Gamescom. So if you want to give it a download and a try for yourself, it you kind can. of completely invalidates all of our opinions. Um, you know, the fact that we were even offered to put out a video on it by Ubisoft, but whatever, you know, go play it for yourself. Thanks, Ubisoft. I Thanks, suppose. Ubisoft. Uh, the website is still dead. As you know, we're working on it. Uh, we've got Sebastian Deacon, I believe is the pronunciation of his last name. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, Sebastian, if I've got that wrong, who is doing a what... Uh, it means to me all about Final Fantasy VI, I believe. Nice. Uh, and he is cool. a friend of our, our very own Philip Reed's mm. in that he wrote a book about Final Fantasy VI. He literally wrote Proper the book. Boss Fight Books. So you can go check out the book now and also go watch his video where he talks all about what Final Fantasy VI means to him. And finally, of course, there's the What Happened At for Gamescom Reactions, also available on both the podcast feed and on this uh, YouTube channel as well as the reactions. If you want to watch the full opening night live stream with our reactions, go over to our VODs channel. channel. Go check it out. Yeah, the live streams were all kind of wiki wiki what mixed up mixed up mix it my dude uh a little bit this week with our solo streams yeah. being swapped around and things like that i swapped with james when i say this week i mean this week just gone mm. um mom is at 3 p.m yeah it's crazy so it was all over the Mad. place if you missed any of them as ashton said go check out the bods channel mm -hmm. youtube.com and of course our sponsor of this week jamescom 2021, yeah. featuring James McAvoy, James Bond, James Jenkins, but absolutely no James Corden. And no there. James Corden.
Yeah. No James Corden. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much for listening to Nashville. We're going to go have some, probably some lunch. Oh my God, I would love some food. Got to go get some lunch. Okay. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.